Hello, you're listening to Citispell, and I'm your host, Jocelyn. This is the third to last episode of season one. Today I'm sharing a creation myth from Vietnam. Unlike most other myths I've shared thus far, today's story will mainly focus on the creation of humankind rather than the earth and universe. The Vietnamese people have been known for their poetic language and animistic approaches to understanding the world, entwining in every aspect of the country's ancient spiritualism. It's mostly unclear where the first Vietnamese people came from, but mythical history points to the elusive and mysterious Lac Viet Kingdom. Lac roughly translates to lost, and Viet is a term used for the ancient people of the country. It is implied that Lac Viet Kingdom is essentially an ancient lost civilization. Additionally, it's believed that the ancient Vietnamese people migrated down from southern China and eventually settled toward the central highlands and coast. Those who inhabit the central highland area particularly continue traditional customs and are known as the Muang people today. They're considered the only living descendants of the Lac Viet Kingdom. Come on in and sit a spell. It's story time. Long before humankind inhabited the earth, gods, fairies, and dragons roamed the oceans, plains, and mountains. Among these ethereal beings lived Lak Long Guan, son of a mountain god and aquatic dragon mother. Lak Long Guan had the body of a dragon, the gift of good health, and possessed within himself a powerful magic. Using his talents and gifts, Lac Long Quan built two palaces, one in the ocean and one in the mountains. He was the ruler of the land between the two places, called Lac Viet. And while this was enough for a while, he still longed for more. Meanwhile, in the northern mountains, there existed another kingdom. The king, Delai, ruled these highlands and had a daughter called Alko. A beautiful fairy. One day, Alko was visiting Lac Viet and met Lac Long Quan. The pair fell quickly in love with each other. Lac Long Quan asked for Alko's hand in marriage, and her father agreed. The two kingdoms celebrated the union of the north and south with a magnificent feast. Soon after their marriage, Alko fell pregnant. Her belly swelled as a human's would, but when it was time to labor, she did not give birth to a baby. Rather, she gave birth to a pouch filled with 100 eggs. The eggs quickly hatched and became beautiful children. The children were raised to be powerful and cunning like their dragon father, and kind-hearted and clever like their fairy mother. Additionally, they were versed in the practice of cultivating lands and living in a noble way. Eventually, the parents became unhappy in their union. Lak Long Quan longed to live near the coast, the realm of his mother. 
Simultaneously, Alko yearned to return to her home in the highlands. In order to live where they belonged, the pair decided to divide their 100 children in half. 50 would move to the coast with their father, while the other 50 would move to the highlands with their mother. While they would be a divided family, both parents decided that if either needed help from one another, they would be there. Lak Long Kwan taught those he brought with him how to fish, hunt, and dive. He also taught them the art of tattooing to ward off sea creatures while they were in the ocean. He even trained them to grow and harvest rice crops, then cook the rice inside of bamboo tubes. The children he brought were assigned areas of the land to govern and to take care of. Alko assigned her children lands to tend and govern as well. She taught them to live in the mountains and jungles, as well as how to cultivate soil for growing trees, which would bear fruit. The children used bamboo stilts to create houses, which were raised up and kept them safe from wild animals. The children of the dragon and fairy settled happily and peacefully into their homes. Alko and Laklongkwan never crossed paths again. I'm happy you joined me today. If you like what you've heard, please feel free to rate and review Sit a Spell on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Sit a Spell Podcast and on Facebook and Twitter at Sit a Spell Folklore and Mythology. I will be posting updates about Season 2 in the next two weeks, so stay tuned for that. And I hope this week brings you all you deserve and more. Y'all come back now.